us on now? We're on? We were on. Yeah, we're on. Yes. Welcome to podcast episode... 25. 25. We made it to 25. Harry, which one were you on? Like two, three? Four, six, and seven. I think, <laughs> I think he was on the second. First or... No, he was on the second one. I was on the second one. That was number two. Yeah. And you were on another one talking about Mardi Gras. So right. That would have been like... This is... You're a three-timer. Nine. You're the only one that's a three-timer. Pulling a hat trick. <laughs> I'm here to support the We local. should have like a trophy or something. Like Saturday Night Live when you host the show for five yeah. times. It's like a big deal. Well, you Harry's our three-timer. You're like drink. the Steve Martin of the local. Isn't that the dude that's done it the most? Steve Martin? I think so. I think, I think so you're right. Too. I'm going to maintain that. I'm going to stay after it. I'm going to be the, the most frequently. Uh, that's fine. That'd be fantastic. We can go for five. We got what? What else we got coming up? I know we got uh, Turkey from Heaven rolling around in we December. Mardi Gras. Uh, Mardi Gras. Yeah. But that's you can after. have it. Harry's just a local celebrity. We just got to figure out how to that voice eke one out between now is and, Laura, uh, not Laura. Leah is Laura. Laura, Laura, Laura. Yeah. So, Laura, what officially is your last name? Because there's a lot of syllables involved. In I that. have a lot of syllables. People, people, sh- people give me a strange look when I say my last name. It's hyphenated. Yeah. Um. My maiden name. I feel is, like you're hyping yourself up, like you're repeating well, it in your head. It's got to be a really together. long name. It's yeah. incredible. Well, I grew up being called Laura K, sure. which is the first initial of mm-hmm. my last name. And so when I got married, I just had this whole identity wrapped up in my last name, and I just couldn't let it go. And anyway, my last name is Kosolopov Wright. Yes. Do you have children? No. Those poor kids. It's Russian. <gasps> uh, it's Russian. <laughs> Although people who are from Russia. Give me, can we cuss on air? Yeah. Hell, shit, whatever. Yeah. That's what they give me about not having my name feminized. What? Because it should Wait, be ca- uh, Kasolapova. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, if you think of, you know, I don't know, the tennis, the tennis lady, like, correct? Her family name is Sharapov. Okay. Kasolapov. Ah. I should be Ova. Because, I, because you're female? Mm-hmm. They feminized the last name, too, but I'm just straight old... Kosolopov, Mutt American, you know. Yeah, that. I'd, wow. I'd stick with it. That's a good one to have. How's that even spelled? With a K. With a K O S O L A P O F F. I feel like we're just out of the gate, just grilling Laura. Like, <laughs> What's the deal with your last name? You want to see the funny? No, the funny thing, though, is when I got married, obviously, right, I inherited right, and um, my husband said, you know, you know how many people are going to ask you how to spell right? And I said, that, you know, that's really funny because, no, they're not going to ask me yeah. that. They do. People say, well, that, which right? Is that R-I-G-H-T? And I'm snarky it's, and sarcastic. And I have looked at people and said, have you ever in your life seen a surname R-I-G-H-T? And then they just stare at me and they write W-R-I-G-H-T. Yeah, that's a little outrageous. People ask me how to spell my last name all the time, which is April. And I'm like, it's not like the month, but it's like the girl's first name. <laughs> and then they just completely are baffled because obviously it's the same spelling. The joke. Yeah, I thought my last name head. was bad. What is your last name? Comerford. Oh. Which always Come again? like a nice <laughs> Comerford. <laughs> or Ferd, because we're in the South. Ferd. Ferd. Yeah. I say Ferd. Ferd. And Moe's here too. Hey, Mo. Hey, hey. How are you? I'm good. His I'm last good. name is Owen. Owen, yeah, very simple. <laughs> Moe. Yes. You win. You're winning the. Well, you got Hall. I got Hall. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. I got, I got Harry for a first name, so. You know, that gets a lot of, what, Larry? Larry. Perry, Jerry. Yeah. Jerry. It's like that dude from Parks and Recreation where they just change his first name every few episodes. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it feels like that. 
So what is up? We're doing so yard party. We're talking about the Wiregrass Museum of Art and the yard party. That is why we're here. Yeah, I yeah. have a horrible confession to make. Oh no! To Don't you guys. say you've never been to the museum. Okay. Moving on. Don't Next question. It. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I told her. I said, don't say it. Just don't say it. Art virgin. I, actually, that's screen. not true. I have been because I helped with turkeys from heaven. Right. So I just was outside. Building. Right. Yeah. And in the basement. That is a worthy cause. But I haven't been upstairs where the art is. You should come. You're just, yeah. Just chilling on the, the loading dock. <laughs> yes. It's always boxes. free. It's free admission. Back by the dumpster. It, is, it yeah. is always much like the local. It is always free. WMA is always free. If you come to the yard party, you won't actually be inside the museum. That is true. Again, I don't make the inside. Mm. You you won't. Um, (laughs) The problem is that sometimes people are having a few drinks at yard party and... Yeah, you don't want to go bumping over. You don't want to go crashing into the the sculpture. But you should come. Yeah. It's... I think when people have never been to the museum, they're really surprised when they come in and see what's there. Um, I think the most reactions we get are people are from people who are, are traveling through town. Um, and I always tell this story, so I'll just tell it again. But um, last Christmas or the Christmas before, um, the Atlanta Pops always play a Christmas show at the, uh, at the Civic Center. And a couple of the musicians wandered over just killing time, and they thought they were going to see this, like, podunk little, podunk mm-hmm. little local museum. And they came in and literally stood there with their mouths hanging open. There happened to be an artist from Atlanta who has painted all over the world. After he, it's uh, Alex Brewer, who goes by the name Hence. Um, he had several installations downtown Dothan, in Dothan and, and one in our Bloomberg Gallery. And after he left uh, the museum... He went and painted the, a wall at the new Facebook offices in California wow. and then has been all over the world and is very well known. And um, anyway, so I think people are, I think a lot of people who love our museum and know it really well, unfortunately, live out of town and come and visit us. And people who are here don't realize what we what we have. Right. Um, Mike has reached, recently become involved with the museum. Harry's been involved for a long time. Um, so he knows the quality of art that that um, we have there, but Mike um, recently joined the board because he's an art lover, so maybe Mike could talk about some of the art at the museum or what he, he thinks about it. We have a great exhibition right now, a biennial, so we have over 25 artists, 27, 28 artists um, just in one exhibition right now from across the southeast. Wow. Um, so lots of really cool stuff that you might think you would only see in a larger city. You know, might have to go to the high in Atlanta to see it, but it's right here in Dothan. How, like, tell everybody where it is. What are your hours? Like, are you open normal hours? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, We're open to the public Wednesday through Saturday. Uh, Mondays and Tuesdays we're open uh, by appointment only. We do a lot of school tours and classes and things like that. Um, Wednesday through Friday we're open 10 until 5 and Saturdays 10 until 3. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. How did you get involved with it, Mo? I guess I needed another sucker on the board. I said yes. <laughs> and I, I will say Mike has jumped in with both feet and hit the ground running. I like art. And I, it's nice to be able to give back to the community. Mm-hmm. I guess that's really it's pretty simple. How did um, – has the Wiregrass Museum of Art always been there? Is it a new building or has it – I mean, what is the history behind this? It's got a great history. The uh, Back oh. in the 80s, the, uh, the city was evaluated by a national – uh, organization for quality of life and it came back very unfavorable and, and the city fathers were just blown away because 
they knew how great Dothan was, but for whatever reason, lack of public transportation and lack of uh, things like the arts, like a museum, things like that were, mm-hmm. were raided, and that was uh, pointed out in this study. Well, they got together and decided we can do something about this, and so a museum board was formed, and we have some members that are, I think, at honorary status that were on the original board and have served continuously since then. And they used the old uh, original Dothan power plant. That building was Mm -hmm. the original power supply. That's where they had the generators that would supply electricity for Dothan. And they obviously moved that on and and developed bigger facilities as the city grew, but they had this old building. Well, the museum board took it over. Uh, It's the city's building. The city maintains and takes care of it, but the museum board, with its volunteer force and all of its uh, membership, has built the collection to a huge collection. I don't even know how many pieces of art. We Over 1,200 have. pieces yeah. in, in the permanent collection. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a vault there where everything is safeguarded, and it's rotated out for view at different times of the year on cycles. But uh, the, the, the actual facility started with just the very front part of the museum. And then there was the second phase where they renovated the, the next part of that big building, and then phase three was the conference center in, in the back now where Turkeys from Heaven mm-hmm. takes place and all that. Also and available for rent. Also available for rent. Weddings, right. meetings. It's call fan- David Parker. Right. It's a fantastic oh, is David Parker the, the he's events our, manager guy? He's our facilities manager. We, I, don't, I do not know. That building would crumble without David. That dude kills it. Absolutely. He's awesome. He's fantastic. Shout out to David Parker. And so uh, <laughs> it has developed over the years through membership and support of the public and built into this huge facility that, like you said, many local people don't realize we have it. No. It's free to the public to bring children and see these beautiful pieces of art. And it's not the kind of art we have to stand back and have a a master's degree in fine arts to understand it. It's beautiful. It's Mm -hmm. simple. It's just whatever, however it makes you react when you see it. And when I first got on the board about, I don't know, 16 years ago, uh, I didn't know anything about art. And I still don't know enough to really consider myself schooled in art, but... Uh, I knew that I liked it, and I and I thought we should have it here. Mm-hmm. And so, there are places for people from Dothan and the surrounding areas to serve and help and volunteer. Uh, anybody at any level, there's something that we need them to do that right. we could use them as as uh, docents to guide people on tours, to help uh, volunteer staffing events. We need for yard party. We need help setting up and taking down and and lots of things like that. And of course, all the school kids that have to have. Uh, their hours of community service, mm-hmm. this counts. And so we can get people to come down and donate their time. But it takes the city of Dothan and the Wiregrass area to support the museum by their attendance because that's what helped funds all of our activities and all the maintaining the collection and everything. But, but this is a hell of an event that's going to uh, draw a very diverse crowd because this is the first time we've done it this way. So what is different about the yard party this time around than has been in the past? Well, actually, when did yard party start? Yeah, we'll start so, there. what's the history of the yard party? I want to say it started probably 16 or 17 years ago as a end-of-the-summer celebration of sort of back-to-school, of, of everybody's coming back from the beach and is now focused on the school year. Mm-hmm. And so we've now got this sort of last hoorah before we say goodbye to the summer. And it the had to, we had summer, it's the hot yes, and it's the hottest part of the year. <laughs> and we had to move it up this year because school starts earlier. Yeah, exactly, um, exactly. So, yeah. And so over the years, it uh, we had uh, the K Jams, which is a local band of, of artists that have been playing in Dothan and down at Schooners and, and all over. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they're, they're very well they're known awesome. all over the southeast and, and have a great following. And they would play every year, and they were our headliners, and we love them and. 
miss them because this is the first year they decided that, that they've, they've uh, played long enough and they're going to hand it off and let somebody else do it. And so the museum went to work and with the help of a lot of volunteers put together an amazing lineup of talent that, that I was shocked when I found out they were going to be here in Dothan. And Laura's got the list and uh, the schedule. I'm not sure which order they're playing, but uh, um, we've got a, a whole venue of bands that you would you would go to a music festival to hear this kind of music. Wow. And so that's a, that's a new model. And um, the dining experience has evolved over the years. I remember initially we had maybe uh, hot dogs. We just had a Weber grill and we were grilling mm-hmm. hot dogs and just to give something for people to eat. Right. And then that turned into boxed pizza. And one year I was on the board and said, this is unacceptable. We have to have something better than boxed I mean, yeah. Harry is the best chef in town, if if no one knows that. Oh, we yeah. learned that on a previous. He likes to he, cook. He could have like an, an. This is like Harry's underground. You know those underground secret kitchens oh, yeah. in what big cities. Are, Ni- we knock twice fight? and it's right. behind like a dress shop. Right, that kind, that of, thing. kind of thing. This mm-hmm. is like the super secret, coolest, most chic gourmet restaurant pop up cooking by Harry and his crew. But this year, normally it's out in the yard. Um, this year, it's going to be in the air-conditioned comfort of Uh-oh. the depot. Again, thanks to David oh, Parker. David Parker. That commercial kitchen's going to work. <laughs> well, it, it, it's fantastic because our guests will be in the air conditioning to yeah. enjoy their meal. And, it, uh, and rain or shine, we can serve them. Absolutely. In years past, we've had people worried about the weather and maybe they didn't show up. Right. And, and because it was outdoor, everything was. And, and we'll still be preparing most of the food outside, but we'll have uh, that industrial kitchen to mm-hmm. work through to serve it all and, and get everybody uh, their food quicker and easier and in, in the comfort of... Uh, of the air conditioning over at the depot, which That's is a fantastic nice. venue, and then just walk down the hill to catch the bands from there. That'd be awesome. It's and I think I interrupted Harry. He he put a stop to the box pizza yeah, and the I, hot dogs. I, I just said, I, I, next year I'll cook. I'll, I'll cook something, and, and I put together my crew at Harley's Landing, and we had jambalaya and Harley dogs and about probably eight things you could order. And What's Harley's Landing? That's my... Um, that's the jam that's my, is what that is. That's my pop-up restaurant. Really? Yeah. Reservations by invitation only. I've, oh, uh, gotcha. <laughs> I've actually been photographing an event that was at somebody's house in Span Farm, and he just like randomly walked into the kitchen, and I was like, what are you, what doing, are you here? doing He's like, oh, man, just making some, uh, I forget what even what it was. Oh, just, yeah, I was catering that uh, graduation party. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Have a Mexican food. Yeah. See, I didn't lie. He's the best chef. In I really thought you were kind of just like I'm just a good chef, and you chefed it up at home. I didn't really realize that. I think you got to have were... that direct line to make that happen. Oh, we don't, I, you don't have a Facebook page or anything. No, crazy, no, dude. no. It's all it's all underground. So. We're all hoping that Harry will one day abandon his uh, legal career and and just start yeah. just open a restaurant. Yeah, just open a restaurant for just, Listen, yeah, just start making food all the time. <laughs> Who needs money if you got food? Right. If you serve it, they'll come. Right, right. You we'll just give need, you money. You need to have money to pay for the food to make yeah. it. <laughs> no, nah, man, just get that Cisco deal. Like, just don't pay the bill. <laughs> don't do that, actually. Don't do that. Um, how long have you been chefing it up? Oh, since, uh, gosh, since law school. Since uh, 90, 91. And, and learning as I go. Just yeah, but cooking for, like, this many people is one thing. Cooking for that many people... At a yard party. Harley's Landing actually made its debut in 92 at the Strutters Ball uh, downtown where they blocked off all the parking for the Civic Center and, and had a music festival with about three different stages. And we set up and served 
uh, under the uh, place where you'd pay your power bill, the drive Right. That was our restaurant right there. We fed everybody, and it was a pop-up restaurant. Just we made it up. That's fantastic. That's the ticket. So what's on the menu at the yard party? Well, we've got uh, we've got food vendors for the general walk-up traffic, it, it, the people who come and, and buy a ticket and come in, and they can go see the food trucks. We'll have several choices. Uh, I can't remember exactly who's that'll be, be with, there. Yeah, that'll be within the main you know yeah, the music venue, venue right. right? And that's going to be Farm Fair. Ernie's oh Snowballs gosh. will be there. Ernie's Snowballs with will the be adult, there, and they're the going to do snowballs. Tipsy Snowballs yeah. as yeah. well. We yeah. talked about that a couple weeks bar ago. Service. Which is which will be perfect because yeah. fair, you can it's get August. That, uh, the piggy mac with yeah. the, the so good. barbecue Here. over the mac and cheese. Oh, that's the ticket, mm. dude! Kay. I've eaten some of those things. I'm surprised I can still talk. Yeah, yeah. Greg will be there. Um, Farm Fair KJ Shack will be mm-hmm. there, which is a, a local favorite. And then Peckham's food truck, which is new um, to the scene, they have this really cool Tiffany blue colored food truck, and they do a lot of kind of island Caribbean mm-hmm. kind Ooh, of stuff. Yeah. Are they a and vendor so, at Foster Fest? They have been at Foster Fest this year, I think, yes. Um, and so they're going to be with us uh, as well. Those tipsy. And those tipsy. Snowballs. Tipsy <sighs> snowballs. And then so good. Folklore is making a special beer for us. Oh, um, Jeremy's so awesome. for Yard Party. So thank you to Jeremy. He did it last year. And the beer sold. Folklore beer sold out in a blink, the blink of an eye. It's so good. It was gone. People, and he has built such a name for himself. Everyone loves folklore. Mm-hmm. And we're actually going to have four different folklore beers uh, on tap. Awesome. At the um, event. And then Harry will be up the hill at Harley's Landing. And I'll let him tell you about the menu because That's he right. can, We've got, he can uh, describe it best. If you, if you can get one, and I don't know how many have sold, but uh, we're, there are 140 tickets available for a gold plate uh and a gold plate is a fixed menu that we're preparing and serving at the depot that's what happens up, upstairs so mm-hmm. and that's going to be a seared snapper with a um uh sauce that we make for it we're going to have uh, a couscous with seared uh carrots and peppers mixed into that and then we'll have a, a tomato onion uh, marinade that's going to be uh, on the side uh, for something a little cooler and then we've got bob's cornbread that'll be on the plate and then we've got appetizers that we're working on I um I have not yet hit up uh, Kelsey Barnard yet, but I will for some of that uh, pimento cheese of hers because one of our appetizers will be uh, Baby Bella's uh, stuffed with the pimento cheese and Ooh, baked. Oh, yum. And then we've got uh, the pulled pork and collard green spring rolls that uh, that Peter Wong will make. and Southern fusion, southern Asian <laughs> fusion. And so that's all with the meal. You just, one price and you're in and you get fed as much as you can eat, I believe. Don't that cornbre- it, that don't cornbread's serious, too. Yeah, the cornbread's Where do uh, you get tickets? And and well, I was going to say, don't forget about the dessert. Describe the dessert before oh, I... Oh, yeah. Well, we're, we're playing with two different desserts right now. One is a... Um, uh, we'll take uh, pears and apples and saute that down with nutmeg and cinnamon and then serve that with a scoop of ice cream. The, the other is grilled peaches. We're going to be slicing peaches in half and grill that on, on the fire and give it that, uh, that sear mm-hmm. uh, with a little bit of glaze on it before we do that and then serve that ice cream right there in the pit, and it'll be just fantastic. Yum. All our Francis Malman. That's right. That's right. To get tickets, you can call the museum, 794-3871, and talk to the lovely Robin. Um, she will take your reservation. Um, so just call the museum. We uh, General admission tickets to the show you can buy at our website now, wiregrassmuseum.org. Mm-hmm. They're $15. Or you can come into the museum and get them as well. Um, gold plate, only available if you ring Robin at the museum. So give us a call. 
Okay. And um, it's going to be great. You'll have your own private parking lot as well um, at the depot. Special with reserve. the golden ticket. Yes. yes, the gold plate. And then that, now that I'm going to sing the Willy Wonka. That's in my head already. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Dude, Robin's Thanks, voice Shirley. is the most. You're welcome. Robin has the most soothing voice. I know. Ever. Like I'm listening to her, and I'm kind of being lulled to that's sleep. Laura. <laughs> Oh, Robin? I was yeah, Robin Laura. Is no, Robin. Laura has like the most soothing voice too. Yeah, she actually. Thank you. You're welcome. Like I'm listening to you Just and kidding. then going, hmm, at the same time. Robin's voice is even more soothing than mine. She's yes. great. We, I don't know what we, she, Robin is the, you know, face of the museum. When you walk in the front door, you see Robin and our awesome, awesome, awesome um, security guy, Don from DSI, which we just don't know what we would do without DSI and Don. Um, he's wonderful, but yeah, call Robin and she'll tell you everything you need to know about getting a gold plate ticket. And if your thing is not sitting out in the August heat, um, to hear bands, which I don't know why you wouldn't do that because I'm a huge live music fan, but if that's not your thing, you could just come have a really awesome dinner at the depot and support the museum and that's right. And, uh, hang out there. So, um, let's talk about that lineup. Yeah. What bands do you guys have? Great Peacock. We, well, local, yeah, local I've known that I've known that dude for years. He actually did a handful of Halloween parties that I used to throw every year, and uh, I just call him like, "What's it going to take to do Halloween this year?" He's like, "For you, I don't know." And then you just <laughs> show up and be like, "All right, perfect." <laughs> just worked out. I'm great. waiting to see. Blunt is famous. I have learned for his serapes. Yeah, his, there's yeah. a video Blunt on Facebook serapes. floating around right now. They just recorded a new music video, and he is straight up wearing a dashiki. Or Serape. I can't. That's it. it? Oh, no. no, man, he's got he a, whole, a t-shirt. Well, yeah, he's. I mean, Mind he doesn't look. He's just not. He doesn't look like some girl on spring break. Like, don't take it that way. <laughs> but yeah, he flares it up a little bit. Well, he out has of Nashville. Yes, yeah. out of Nashville. But I'll say that Blunt Floyd is the reason that we have such a great lineup. He, um, like Justin said, is the local guy. And he, um, he, he mentioned to me um, in an email that, you know, he knows there's, there are a lot of great musicians from Doth. There are a lot of creative people here. There are a lot of artists and musicians yeah. and people kind of living off, you know, in, in the creative economy. Um, but sometimes in, in Dothan, there aren't a lot of outlets to show your art or play your music or do whatever it is you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Blunt was just saying that, you know, that's what he hears from people here a lot. Like, you know, there are these great musicians, mm-hmm. and but they just, like, no one comes here to play. It doesn't feel like there are enough venues. So we're kind of a temporary venue. And, and again, thanks to Blunt, um, he's just really jazzed about coming and playing for the hometown crowd and, um, you know, all of his friends coming to see him in Great Peacock. If, yeah. you, if you know Blunt and you haven't had a chance to see Great Peacock yet, now is your chance on August 13th. But um, just quickly, uh, I'll go from kind of the openers to the headliners. I think the first band that will be playing is Motel Radio. They're from New Orleans. Oh, nice. And when do they start? Oh, the gates open at 6, and music is beginning at 6.30, I believe. Um, But uh, Motel Radio was just named the best emerging artist of New Orleans at the Big Easy Awards in New Orleans. Wow. So, you know, that's kind of a big deal. That's a big championship <laughs> belt to count around. I mean, there are a lot of bands in New Orleans. There, there's a lot of live music. Um, and so Motel Radio from New Orleans. There's a band called Bunch from Mobile, and they're sort of newly formed. They're three members from another band called El Cantador. 
uh, with a lead singer. So they're newly formed and are traveling around, um, making a name for themselves. Cicada Rhythm from Athens, Georgia. And they're a twosome, I think, really cool. There's a, a female lead singer. She plays stand-up bass as well. Wow. Um, she has a very unusual voice, and, and Blunt was shying away from making comparisons. But she has kind of a, an unusual uh, voice in the way that, like, Billie Holiday does, mm-hmm. sort of. Okay. She, she hits some really interesting notes. Um, Great Peacock, of course, um, out of Nashville. And then Banditos, that Blunt has has yeah those guys are phenomenal too. He just he just called them a full on party band like yeah. throw it down the best closer of the night kind of you know he just said we'll all be dancing oh fun our hearts out when Banditos comes and they're originally from Birmingham but they now are in Nash Vegas. Wow, everybody's climbing north. Why is that? I don't know. But you know I think I think that. Um, you know, what, what Blunt said about Dothan, I think people here love art. All you have to do is go into Moe's house and see his awesome collection. <laughs> or come into the museum and see the amazing art that citizens in this community have fought to be there. Um, you, you know, open up a show like St. Paul and the Broken Bones at the Opera House. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's kind of opened up a new venture um, good bands come to town, people will come to see them. Good art comes to town, people will come and see it. Yeah, like John um, Jam had we, yeah, JJ I mean, Gray and Mofro. Yes. Yeah, we have you know, you know, all these festivals, Toad Look and things like people here, the, the South, I'll just say the South in general, sure. loves to support someone doing something creative. Mm-hmm. And um, we're just super happy that we have this lineup. Um, and we love... Uh, it kind of really goes with the core, the, the mission of the museum. We, we love um, having these people who are making their living making music, mm-hmm. um, traveling. These All of these bands have been all over the country all summer. Tra- this is what they do all the time. So, yeah. And a lot of them have just come off long tours, and they're coming here to play um, because Blunt asked them to. That's so, nice. Yeah, which is really, cool. be a good it's show. really cool. I think it's going to be a great show. Um, I think it's I think it's exciting time for Dothan because it's growing so much and I would love to see more outdoor like the yard party more of that like on a monthly like Foster mm-hmm. Fest is crazy yeah. how much it's grown it's insane so be, I think it's going to be great that there'll hopefully be more venues you know for more music and stuff to do well I think when I think when the people like you know the the guys and, and women there are women in these bands the people in these bands um you know, when when they come here and see how appreciative the crowds are, um, we just had a bunch of artists um, who were here for Art After Hours, and they, so many of them made compliments about the people who came and listened to their gallery talks. Um, our patrons have constantly commented how awesome it is when the artists are there and they mm-hmm. can talk to them. Um, and I think, you know, to bring up St. Paul again, I think when they came, you know, these small town venues that don't get to see shows a, mm-hmm. a lot. I think it's really, you know, an intimate, uh, uh, intimate environment for them, you know, mm-hmm. to get up and uh, up, up and cl- up close and personal with their fans. And, um, anyway, so I hope they have a great time and then they'll say, Hey, Dothan's an awesome place to play. And they'll tell yeah, their other musician cool. friends to come here and play. And the museum supports all kinds of art and music obviously is one of those kinds before St. Paul and Broken Bones, there was the uh, reception over there at the museum leading up to it to head over and, and, and start the concert. And so uh, it, it's 
you don't get these kind of venues with this kind of music very often. I mean, there there will be a show with one band here and there, mm-hmm. but to have five of this caliber yeah. coming at one time to Dothan is just really unbelievable that it lined up like that. It's going to be great because usually when uh, shows like this are, I've done events before where it's musicians' friends. They're usually always the best bands because musicians are picky. They got a super high. You know, standard. they're really picky about you know good. And it's their name, so they're recommending the band so that you can pretty much guarantee it's going to be a phenomenal show. I'm super pumped about this new formula because, like, not only, I don't know, the best way to get people out is to give them something they don't have readily available all the time. So, like, Aaron Bostic and RTFO and you just name whoever, they play every week, and it's generally accessible to you if you live in the Wiregrass area. Mm -hmm. But... With bands coming from out of town, like, and bands coming from all over the place out of town, it really, really steps it up to where a lot more people will be like, "Oh yeah, absolutely, I'll go check that out." It's a new and band. It's only fifteen dollars. It's only fifteen bucks. Yeah. Like, that's phenomenal. Yeah, if you buy ahead of time. Yes, go to the website. So you can get tickets at the gate. You can get tickets at the gate. Yes, they're twenty dollars at the gate. Okay. So you save five bucks if you buy them online. Okay. Or again, you can walk into the museum. Um, and pick them up. We have we printed hard copy tickets. Um, our design guys at Push Crank Press mm-hmm. have designed some great tickets and great collateral and cool signs. You might have seen some of our signs. We have their billboards. Yeah, they're around. awesome. Um, you got that that yard party merch this year. Yeah, we have some. We are going to have merch. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> yeah, there is going to be a legit merch table. The bands will have T-shirts and CDs and whatever else they're going to have, and then we will have. Um, a limited edition screen, hand screen printed concert poster that PCP has designed. Um, Yellowhammer Creative in Birmingham is screen printing it as we speak. We have really cool buttons. We have just all kinds of stuff that you can get. Selfie stations. Yeah, you we, got all the little dudes. We also have selfie stations. And I need to, I need to um, discuss what we're going to do about our selfie stations because we have selfie slash snapchat stations uh, we're gonna have some filters and things like that but now instagram has come onto the scene with their stories or whatever snapchat like things yeah. so yeah i don't know snapchat so, man, instagram something why is, anyway why's instagram got to be biting everybody's style like they had so vine came out which was like a video instagram basically uh, right and then they're like oh we'll just add video to our thing and there's like vine's still going strong enough right. or whatever but like now they're like, oh, Snapchat's got the story thing. Let's do that, too. Like, why can't they just be like, let's just be Instagram and build it? And I don't know. Well, I'm the- just mad. I just hate on everything. That's really my forte. <laughs> well, like, same- do what you do and then go to bed. Like, don't do what you do and then try to do what everybody else is doing. Well, the same thing kind of happened. Around. The same thing kind of happened with Periscope, yeah, which was affiliated with, with um, Twitter, and then Facebook Live just kind of yeah. hijacked it. Well, they own Instagram. Yeah. Well, yeah. So Facebook were, owns Instagram? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't highly publicized. It was so out of the loop. Yeah. yeah. Mark calls me every now and again. Yeah. Hit me up, Zucks. The man's trying to keep us down. I, dude, listen. Mark Zuckerberg could run for any office and get it because he would already know the algorithms to just be like, man, these dudes are just, you can just vote on Facebook. They're like, yeah, too lazy. Zuckerberg, you're in. You're in. Yeah, and millennials don't want to do it. I think that might happen this year with I'm the, sure. all the rancor oh my God. going on. Yeah. Mm. It's so exciting. What a time to be alive. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, all right, so tell everybody where, when, 
Yeah, where is the museum? It's downtown. The museum is downtown 126 Museum Ave. There you go. Right behind the Civic Center. Behind the, yes, behind the Civic Center. Next to. Next uh, to the next, depot. Next to the depot owned by David Parker. Um, and so, yeah, we're there. And so the um, yard party is in our yard, our beautiful garden, um, which is lovingly maintained by an anonymous patron. Now, is that? Museum, nice. Longtime is, patron of the museum and supporter of the museum. Is yard party the biggest fundraiser for the museum of the year or... Um, I, well, yes, other than just individual support mm-hmm. from our members, and that is why the museum is free. Um, the, the city um, gives us some money, but I would say that the bulk of our cash flow um, to bring these exhibitions, mm-hmm. to have educational programming, um, comes from our members and um, community partners. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as a single fundraiser, this is one of our big ones. Um, we have wine experience. Um, we until recently had cuisine art that's sort of been put on the back burner. It was an every other year event. Is that like the art of the Um, party, art of the cocktail, art of the um, table? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is our, I think our, one of our longest standing, um, uh, fundraisers. Um, and I will say that a lot of people, um, Yard party is the only thing they know about the mm-hmm. museum. Um, and so it is a good way to get people downtown, mm-hmm. um, which is another goal of ours. We love being a part of downtown um, and getting people to come downtown. Um, but uh, a lot of times it's hard for people to come down during the week or, you know, catch that 10 to 3 on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And so um, we have been talking about... Um, had talked about this year and I think that there's just so much going on this year with the new lineup and the bands and everything going on we had wanted to do um some scheduled tours of the museum Mm -hmm. and I think this is something I think that's definitely going to be on the schedule next year so uh, maybe after the gates open we'll have three scheduled tours where people can come in and and hang out in the museum at different times during during the evening Um, and I think that was just too much this year with uh, with everything all the new stuff so that's something that we've definitely had in mind for a long time what's the best way to keep up with the museum like do you have an Instagram page do you have a Facebook page thank you for asking I am as the communications coordinator, uh, Zarina. I like just you know because of my last name. Anyway, <laughs> as the communications person, she what brought a, it back around. Whatever See, I am, all the yeah, way around. Tying it in. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and Snapchat. Okay. Which Mo's daughter was helping us start. Um, and I have fallen down on my Snapchatting. Dude, so how old hard. is your daughter? Gosh, Snapchat is so uh, hard. She's nineteen. Okay. Yep. You notice my 16-year-old was in here doing taking the pictures. You, like, it gets to be too much. It's, it's so much. But so we have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and that is a great way to keep up with us. Mm-hmm. Um, social media, um, uh, our website, of course, um, our events calendar. There, um, we try to put notifications in all the local community calendars, like the local. Um, which, by the way, thank you so much for the awesome coverage. Oh, um, thank you. I got y'all. Um, <laughs> I got y'all. Justin is, doesn't get enough. Pro- I don't think Justin gets enough props for how much he supports, like, local. really, it's everything super, local, it's honestly. It's very random, too. Like. 
Well, no, you do a great job. Well, the you August really the August issue was just delivered the big stack to the museum today, and there's a great picture on the front from Art After Hours. Uh huh. Matt ago? Ray, yeah, took mm-hmm. the photo, and it's a, a wall in the Bloomberg Gallery um, with a piece from an artist named Claire Lewis Evans, and she's in Tuscaloosa. And um, actually, one of the other B16 artists, uh, Cindy Wagner, is standing in front of it with her husband. And there's a great uh, article in the um, in this issue um, from Peyton Holbrooks, yep. who was a great has been a great volunteer at the museum. She's so awesome. Um, so shout out to Peyton. I'm shouting out to yeah, everyone. She's killing. Yeah. She actually asked she's, me like, so she's our intern, one of our interns for the year. We love her. And she was like, so is this podcast going up tonight, or when can I listen to it? And I was like. Uh, it depends Soon. how it goes. <laughs> depends on how much whiskey we have to drink. Yeah. Well, I think Peyton is is an example of don't y'all corrupt Peyton now. No, uh, no, no. <laughs> Peyton. She looked at you. <laughs> Peyton is Trust one me, of I those. <laughs> Peyton is a perfect example of the cool, creative people who come out of this yeah. community. She really is. She's just. She's all about it. And she came to us and has been so involved. She comes and sits at the door during the um, guitar concerts that we have. She'll come to anything. She'll do anything yeah, for the get, museum. She She's went great. over there the other day to like help hang a painting. She's awesome. Wow. Just randomly. I think Robin called her and was like, we need a volunteer to help us. Get well, this. and that's how, that's how the museum the functions. Mosaic. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the function of the museum is to provide art to this community. Mm-hmm. And, and art can be lots of different things. Not but the community's got to be the ones that are helping Well, and, and the thing is, the city funds uh, a substantial portion of the museum. But what the museum board that was created all those years ago committed to do is to take those funds and multiply it. And that's multiplied by the involvement of the community, of the contribution. And so the yard party is a great example of how someone who doesn't maybe know much about art can sure. support the museum. Yeah. Come drink beer and listen to music. Yeah. Right. Every, Everybody be- does every that. beer you buy is putting money into the museum to help it operate so that it can fulfill its mission and go out and do education for children and have tours come through for mm-hmm. kids that don't have art in their schools. I mean, it, it's amazing what all they do with the money that the city gives them, and then they take that and multiply it uh, times you know three or four with all of, of the, the involvement that the community puts into it. And so uh, everybody who comes to the yard party is helping the museum exist. It's not just coming to a party. You're helping us provide you know art to this community. Yeah. And if you want to go to the Facebook page, there's actually a video of last year's yard party. And so they've got it up uh, on the social media for the museum. It, it's fantastic and easy to get to. Just take a look and, and come out and drink as much beer as you feel like drinking so that uh, the museum will go on forever. Well, and you said something uh, that I think is pretty important. You know, not everybody is a, an athlete. And it seems like schools have gotten away from the arts. Like, there used to be an art teacher. There used to be, you know, I think they still have bands and stuff. But, you know, there used to be choruses. I mean, arts was a major yeah. part of you know middle school mm-hmm. and high school and now it's a very small part of it and so this is a great way to expose your kids teach them about art especially if they're if they're artsy you know get them to volunteer they and help out they, I, I couldn't agree more um and 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 i couldn't agree more with what harry said i i don't think a lot of people know um about all the art out, out, outreach. We should just call it outreach. Outreach. Hashtag outreach. All the, the outreach we do. Um, we go into every public school third grade classroom in this city and county twice a year um, and teach a, a free art lesson um, uh, that are 
a lesson that's aligned with the you know the whatever I'm sorry I'm not going to use the right word I'm not I'm not right. I'm not a K through 12 teacher um like the Alabama standards right the, you know they're the, the curriculum the or whatever curriculum you know requirements mm-hmm. exactly um we've had art lessons based on um geometry on poetry on um you know you name it we've had an art lesson based on it um and a lot of the teachers say you know you came at the perfect time because you know unfortunately there's so much testing these days you came at the perfect time and you did this lesson about geometry and then there it was on the test Mm -hmm. you know two weeks later Mm -hmm. um and uh we've had uh kids are Art educators and our volunteers, like Harry said, these volunteers who come and help um, when we go into the schools um, have all reported that, you know, these kids see them a couple of times a year and yet they'll be out having dinner or something and some child will run across a restaurant to say, you taught me an art lesson because they just don't have that anymore and they're so stoked by it and they're so hungry for more and we would love to be in every K through 12 classroom a couple of times a year. But, you know, we need people and we need money to do that. And so that's where these um, things like Yard Party um, and other fundraisers, our community partners um, come in um, and help us. We just couldn't do it without them. So, you know, we we really, that is our core mission, really, is, is education. And that doesn't, you know, just mean going into the schools, but just bringing things here, Um, for people to see adult education. We have an adult workshop this weekend with an amazing UAB professor who's coming down to teach paper and bookmaking, Doug Belos. Um, That is our core mission. Our our exhibitions are about education, our classes, our workshops, um, music, uh, anything. Tim Kerr mural on 18th to the 20th of August. Tim Kerr is a surfer, skateboarder, musician. Gotta get that mic, Mo. Come on, man. Get he's him. in the Texas there Music Hall of Fame. There you go. I mean, he's, and he's a, I guess, a big graphic. He's done album covers, skateboard mm-hmm. art, and that's really, that's gonna be really cool. So he's doing the mural on the Hawk Houston Boys Club. Yep, yep. Hawk Houston Boys and Girls Club. So, he was here in um, January and February with a, um, an exhibition. It was really I'm cool. I'm really excited about seeing him. That's, I think that's gonna be really. Yeah. Cool the world. 18th through the 20th, he'll be painting. So please drive by the Hawk oh, wow. Houston Boys and Girls Club. Um, the mural is going to have, um, he's working with uh, the people at Hawk Houston to um, identify people in the community who are important to, to that Boys and Girls Club, who mm-hmm. are important to that neighborhood. Um, and those are, he, he paints portraits of people that are inspiring to him or mm-hmm. people that are inspiring to other people. He was in Watts in Los Angeles this summer painting the outside of a, an elementary school and the inside with inspirational people, um, you know, for that local community and so he's coming back here he loved being in dothan in january and february and um he's coming back to paint um with the people at hawk houston so doing something um you know for our area he painted um, for the exhibition here he painted a special portrait of george washington carver of little jimmy reed of big mama thornton Mm -hmm. people who are local here who have been inspiring um to our local community um so, uh, yeah, he'll be back. Um, and that, that's just, you know, that's why we do these fundraisers is to, to bring people like Tim Kerr here. Um, you know, get to people bring, excited about mm-hmm. going and doing something. Well, and yeah. it's a free yeah. thing to do. Yeah. Like, go get some culture and it's free. Absolutely. And $15 for this yard party is nothing. Like, it's really yeah. nothing. That is yeah. a crazy. That's lunch. Good amount. I mean, Sometimes. you can't go to the movies. 
if you're going to see any of those bands by themselves in Nashville, it'll you know it'll be at least that. At least that. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna have five bands. Five bands. (laughs) (laughs) And I know he's got the headphones on. He's so far. I know. He's so far. (laughs) And I I wanted to say that um, you know I think you mentioned you know not everyone is is we're a contemporary art museum, which is another thing you know. Um, a lot of people look at contemporary art and they just have no idea what to say about it. They're not really sure what to make of it, which is great. I mean, that's the point of contemporary art. But um, I I think one of our themes this year has been um, kind of what inspires you. We've been using the hashtag WMA inspired. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what we're hoping is we've kind of been asking people, you know, what inspires you, whether you're a lawyer or you work for a construction company, whatever it is, you have a podcast, sure. um, you're a doctor, you're an engineer, whatever it is you do, where do you go when you feel burnt out? Mm-hmm. What do you do? Do you, um, you know, watch Stranger Things on Netflix? We were that. talking you about that earlier. Do, that. <laughs> do, you, <laughs> um, do you come and just walk around the museum and look at the art and say oh my god that is the coolest thing i've ever seen or you look at the art and you say wtf what is what i I have no idea what this means but that starts a whole new chain of thoughts in your head or you come and hear some awesome bands and you think oh you know i used to play guitar i think i'm gonna play guitar again or you go see tim kerr and you you know i don't know you're just inspired to do something we have so much cool stuff in town sea act and patty rutland jazz and all this stuff there's so much to go and kind of you know, spend your downtime when you're burnt out. And so we're hoping that we're, we're thought of as an outlet like that. It is so important. Like that needs to be an important part of your life. You can't just be all work and know, like you have to have some art coming in. You have to have some music, some food, some theater, some some theater, dance, pictures on the wall. I mean, you have to have a creative outlet. It's important for everybody. There's not a single picture in this office, actually. Moe's (laughs) Moe's looking around like, way way to not be inspired, Justin. Honestly, there's there's art here. There's art here. The the wood, the way you've got this table put together. That's art. There's patterns and colors. I mean, it's simple, but that's that's art. It's all tied together for the most part. That's layers and curves and shapes. I mean, it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. And and I tell you, the, the people of Dothan and the surrounding areas we need you to come to this, not just so that we sell tickets at the front door. We need people to to lean into this so that we have art. Plug in. Plug in. Yeah. yeah. If you Get don't know involved. anything about art, come to the museum. Just, yeah. And if you don't know how to plug in at the museum, we will find a place for you. You're right. One of the – it's stuck in, it's been stuck in my head. I think it was a February issue of The Local, mm-hmm. and it was like dates you can go on or things yeah, – like yeah. really cheap yeah, dates. Five, yeah, and I'll was. never forget, <laughs> one of them was go to the Wiregrass Museum of Art and guess what the title of – Each painting is. Each painting is. Sure. And then and then read what the title of the painting is. I love that. That's I know, awesome. right? That's Isn't that awesome. sounds so much fun? I totally want to do that, and I haven't done it yet. But you, oh, the, now would be a great time to do that because we have some really wild stuff, yeah. um, sculptures and paintings and um, photography. So and you had the biennial really cool. what two weeks ago? Uh, it, the it opened was yeah art at Art After, After Hours, Hours okay. July twenty first. So it's there through the end of sept, uh, end of September. The biennial is my favorite by far. Uh, exhibition that goes on mm-hmm. and it's mostly because it's people from it's, it's tangible people so like rather than having somebody from out of town that's super well established it's people that you could bump into at a coffee shop or wherever and just watching people to do what they love and be recognized for it is just super exciting for me like mm-hmm. because I 
know too many people that do so much stuff and never get recognized for it. And you just like, it's super crazy that they work their asses off and put things together. And it's just a celebration of them doing their thing. That is awesome. Like, and be a part of it. Hashtag yeah. be what's happening. Yeah. So Yard Party for Art, August 13th. Yes. Okay. Gates open at 6. Music starts at 6.30. Great vendors. Um, bring food. Great bring lawn food. chairs if you want to. Bring what, lawn yeah, chairs. what can you bring? Can you bring... Bring a lot of cash. Well, it, it, right. Bring, bring cash. cash. Buy food and, and well, drinks. Well, I'm just saying that because there's no ATM just chilling on the lawn. <laughs> yeah, no. no <laughs> I'm yes. not being a you do need jerk. To bring, I'm just like, yeah, dude. Bring cash. Don't... Don't just show up trying to swipe a but card. I think I think the car. I think we'll I think cards. the bars will take credit cards, and a lot of the food vendors take cards. I know Farm Fair does. Yeah, Ernie's um, does. Ernie's does. So a lot of they all have squares. Yeah. Um, KJ Shack. Harley's Peckham's. Landing will not. Harley's Landing will not because you need. You need no, you got to buy it ahead of time. Yeah, you oh. you got to have a golden ticket. They're going to the grocery store on the way to the venue. Yeah, we'll we'll actually be sold out by I think. Probably middle of next week. I mean, you got to get right, those so quick. Get get on that because that sounds delicious. Yes, gold. And plate. if you listen to this in November, do that shit next year. That's <laughs> 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 for real. That's right. Don't don't joke around. It'll like, come around next uh, year. Yeah, it's happening every <laughs> right, year. So, best way to get in touch with the museum or follow the museum and know what's going on is through Instagram and Snapchat, all the social media, Facebook, Twitter. We're on all the on uh, any social media platform. We're there pretty yeah. much. Um, our uh, website, um, or just come see us. Call us, 794-3871, um, and talk to Robin. And um, But yeah, if you, if, you, if you haven't followed us online, please do, because um, there's a lot of cool stuff going on there, and we'd love for everyone to know about it. Bring a crowd. Bring, bring, lawn, bring lawn chairs friends. if you want. If not, stand and dance. Uh, it's a great lawn, a great venue. There'll be food. There's fun. There'll be crowds of people there. It's, it's, a, it's a great night, and it'll go till uh, after midnight. It's going to go to like midnight this yeah. year because we have five bands. Yeah, and I, yeah. Um, and I, I will say that um, Blake Benberry from WTVY is going to be our MC for the evening, and she's just great. Oh yeah, Blake um, in the news. Yes, at Blake in the news. Yes. Follow Blake her. will be there, and um, I'm going on live at lunch on Friday to talk awesome. about things going on at the museum. Um, Let me so know how that Blake. goes. Yeah. I've got to I've got to do that for Foster Fest in They're a couple great. weeks, and uh, I'm very timid. I'm really I'm fine vocally now. Like I was very timid at first, but now I'm just like ah, what's out, whatever. I'm just gonna fire myself. Worst case scenario, but like visually. Like I'm, I don't know. <laughs> Keep your hands like, like you're a radio your guy. Hands. Yeah, I've got a face for radio for sure. <laughs> You have to keep your hands really still. I turn into Ricky Bob. I'm not going to do that. In front of me. <laughs> I'm going to be pointing. Like, I don't does know anybody? Do does anybody remember the Chip Ellis from Montgomery dude? He sold cars, and he's like, "We can get anybody financed. I'm the bank, ChipEllis.com." But he would like point. I thought he was going to fight one of his cameramen one time. He was recording an <laughs> infomercial thing, right? And there were like two hour long situations on TV, like during like early morning Saturdays. And you just be walking around like, I'm the bank. I will finance you. If you ain't got shit, I got your back. Don't worry about it. Anyway, that's what I'm going to be like at Live at Lunch. Okay. It's but don't cuss. Remember I won't slide. do that. Don't shock the noonday <laughs> no, 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 no. crowd. Anyway, everyone, they're Justin, all great. Keep, keep my cell phone handy in case you need a lawyer. I got you. That. Well, yes. you know Barrett Brown's my business partner. Oh, I said it online. 
Parrot's my business partner. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, my motto is I can fix that, but you got to call me quick. There, you're right. All right, that is episode 25, Wiregrass Museum of Art. Thank you guys for being here. You are awesome. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Absolutely. Team. Thank you. Mo, you did a hell of a job. Yeah. Mo, you were awesome. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how we're going to keep you quiet next Mo's time. Mo's my new favorite guest. You really have to like put a lid on it. It's too much. <laughs> we're just going to be chilling, drinking, looking at each other like, what you doing next so, week? So. <laughs> what you got to do is just tell them it's a no-shirt party. Yeah. All right, well... Yard Party for Art, <laughs> hashtag be what's happening, and we will see you next time. Holla at me. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that was episode 25. All right, so we're back on because we forgot to mention some sponsors of the Yard Party for Art. And there are a lot of those. Right? Here are some of the sponsors for the Yard Party for Art. Chicken Salad Chick, Goslin Design, McPherson Oil Products, mm-hmm. TEC, all right. Wiregrass Construction. Yep. And Oncology Supply. Slinglift Sling Insurance. United Insurance. Thompson Cat. Truck Works. Five Star Credit Union. Vincent Iron Planet. WH. Dr. William Hodges. Dr. Hodges, actually, he has a lot of, uh, he's a photographer. So he like, every now and again, he'll have some, uh, he'll have an exhibition in the museum. It's where you can go see his photos. Really? Yeah, he uses Holga, Holga cameras, which is like, a medium format plastic toy camera that they came out with. There's light leaks all over the place. So if you're not into photography, it's where like lights bled into the frame. Right. And it just looks super awesome. It's, it's basically like an Instagram filter, but that's what an Instagram filter is based on. Oh, cool. Sorry. Kaufman International, Grant mm-hmm. Realty, Dothan Real Estate, Lewis Smith. Lewis and Smith, that's Dina. That's right. Quirks the cattle. Get it, girl. Flint Equipment Company, Hots Deli. Oh, always baked at 420. Dude, Jason Devane and Patricia <laughs> are killing it over there. <laughs> Bradford Health Services, Nancy Springs. Mm-hmm. Portable Toilet Service. That sounds like, I don't know. Do it's portable body people. Yeah. yeah. You do need that. You do need that. Absolutely. Folklore Brewing and Meadery. Jeremy is the jam, for sure. And he's making a, we learned in the podcast, a specific yard party for our Yeah. Go try beer. that. Let me know how it is. Adam's Beverage, Mosquito Squad. Doesn't want that. Dude. I think I got bit by four when Dave we were just Davis downstairs. Dave Davis kills it also. That is phenomenal. Mosquito bites. Dothan Awning, mm-hmm. The Depot off Maine. Yep. He does all the uh, booking for events and whatnot and handles all the events for the museum. So, And he also owns The Depot. David Parker, um, also a photographer. And yeah. That dude is phenomenal. He's like a, a big help to the Wiregrass Museum. Yeah, that dude is like the, the Renaissance man of Dothan. He's phenomenal. And the city of Dothan, of course. Absolutely. And Cowan Equipment. Cowan? Cohen? Cohen. Cowan. I don't know. There you go. Yard party. Go check that out. It's going to be August 13th on a Saturday. Go dance with your shoes off. Don't forget, if you want to be a part of the podcast, hit us up at wiregrasslocal at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Instagram at wiregrasslocal. Or at the local podcast. Localpodcast.com is where you can subscribe to this thing, make that happen, and put a smile on these faces. Sounds good. Do that. All right, say goodbye.